What? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was just waiting for you to have a lead. Well, now I know that there's, like, <laughs> pressure on me. Is why, it? Why am I so loud? Hold on a second. Hot. These mics are hot. That's what they say in the industry. Like, when the mics are on, they say the mics are hot. Oh. Is it because they're hot because of the power going through them? No, it's because if you say something stupid, it's going to get real hot for you. Because they're going to come after you, man. Love a good hot mic, though. They're never boring. <gasps> Jimmy's down. Oh, God. See. I see. I knew I shouldn't have turned this game on. I oh. knew I shouldn't have put it on. Fuck. I tried to tell you. I tried to tell you this, like, to, to pull back a little bit. Oh, he hit hard, too. Oh, he hit so hard. Oh, my God. Oh, all right. I got to turn it off. I can't. We got to do this show. I can't do this. I'm stressed. Coming to you live from Ed's Living Room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. See these playoffs already, man. I try to tell you, I try to tell you, just temporary expectations. Like, you don't know what's going to happen yet. You just got to, like, ease back and just seven games. But if he's hurt now, what am I going to do? Then I got, I got no expectations. Uh-huh. Like, it's, it's a difference between tempering your expectations and then just having zero expectations that is fair i mean it'll be all right maybe let's hope so man (laughs) uh how was your week it's busy yeah yeah i kind of i've given up on like trying to tell people to get the vaccine like i just i don't care i I can't tell people enough you want to hear something interesting what's up so as we were driving over here we drove through the med center yeah and i don't know which building it was i guess it might have been like the tallest building but there was a group of anti-vaxxers out there protesting with signs. Here's the interesting part, though. We also drove by Reliant, where they administer the vaccinations. No protesters. That's weird. It's weird, right? I, I mean, I think it's because one... I think, well, for one, I think they have, like, mad police all over this place. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure someone got bopped with a baton. Also, anti-vaxxers, not the brightest. I mean, <laughs> probably didn't consider the the idea to protest a place that people go to to actually get the vaccination. It's pretty like common knowledge too. Like everyone knows you're getting MNRG. They're like lines down the street have cones to cause mad traffic. Everyone knows that that's where. Instead, they decided to go to the place where you might go if you have a you know the sniffles. Oh. Or yeah. if your you know grandma just busted busted her hip. You yeah. Know? No, I just gave I, I gave up. I'm even telling people to get it or not. Like I, everyone knows what's out there at this point. Yeah. It's just I think it's just like adults don't have adults to guide them. It's so you can just make whatever bullshit you want. I mean, listen, and you can just man. buy into your own bullshit. We live in a world. We live in a world. In a world with people can make their own bubbles, construct their own bubbles, control which information is allowed in their bubble, and then digest their bubbles. We like to call those bubble guts. Like when you digest the bubble information that you get the inside bubble. your bubble, so you that's get, what you get. You get bubble guts. Get bubble guts. And that's why it always just spills out of you. I was thinking it's kind of like I, the 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 example I have 
to this kind of thinking is like when my hairline started to recede and I saw it happening. Yeah. And I was just like, that's ah, fine. <laughs> and you tell yourself that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then the first time you tell yourself, it doesn't really hit that well, but you have no other options. So you just kind of like go with that. It's like, that's ah, fine. And it doesn't really digest. Yeah. And you just kind of go with it. And then as you keep doing it, mm-hmm. it comes, it's, it's easier to swallow. Mm-hmm. So you're just kind of like, ah, it's fine. Yeah, it's cool. So that's that why. Goes, that goes with a lot of things, right? The more that you do it, the easier it is to swallow. Yeah, I guess so. Um, four yeah. Minute, four minutes, 43 seconds. Cool. But yeah, so. But after a while, your hairline's like to the middle of your head. <laughs> <laughs> and, you have, and then you have to just really reassess. Is it fine? What year, what year did that happen for you? For me, that how old, happened. How old were you? Uh, I think I was like, I was in my late 20s. Like, that's like 28. Oh, wow. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, about 28. Had you met Amanda yet? Um. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So she knew when I had hair. She knew you when you had hair. Yeah. And then, so like, I mean, it but, didn't. It didn't get like. I can't imagine. I can't imagine you it had it. Like, I, I didn't. I wasn't rocking a cold You weren't yet. like locked up though. Like no. So you always had like the low taper, low. Yeah. Season like I was like never that. like. I never had like. I was never known for my my luscious locks. Like <laughs> it was never like that. But I'm saying it's like, I was like, it got to the point I was like. It wasn't bad, bad, but I was like, okay. Like, at some point, I was like, all right, this isn't working. Like, How long did you keep it until you decided to? It's probably about a year. You held on for that long? Yeah. But people held on longer. I was saying, like, oh. but at some point, you got to check it. It's like, this isn't fine anymore. Right. So. You got to do something at some point. Yeah. So, I, 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 like, are we plugging this or are we cutting this? Did you consider the plug? Nah. Did you ever consider the piece? No, Steve, because Steve like Harvey? My, nah, because the thing is, like, my hair has always been worn low, mm-hmm. so there's no point. You, even doing you just that. popped up one day with, yeah, like, like it was just like an afro, it's like, like finger <laughs> waves. People <laughs> right. like, well, damn, what the fuck? Exactly. Going on? <laughs> so it, to me, it was just like me cutting it off was just like the it was it made the most, most sense. Like, it, there's no point in me like having hair plugs which have like I don't know like a millimeter of hair up here. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, yeah. So I just cut it off. But at the same time, it was like I had to come to the conclusion myself like this is not fine. Yeah. But there, everyone else that's doing this anti-vax stuff is just rocking the cold of second thing like it's cool. The, fir- the come over. The first step is acceptance. The people that rock, people that are anti-vaxxers may also sell, try to sell come overs. Yeah. Like it's like no one, this isn't, no one's buying this dude. Like you can't just comb the hair from one side of your head across your head. Like that's not. That doesn't fly no more, man. It doesn't. Well, it flies in the wind, but it doesn't fly like for people to have on their heads. You like, look. You shouldn't, when you do that, you look like a 1980s undercover detective. Or like a 1980s 25-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that the guys who played, oh, what were their names on the show? You know that show Cheers, right? Yeah. The guy that played Norm and then the guy that played the post office worker. Yeah, I know their names. Did I, Cliff. Yeah, his name was too long for me to say right now. It's like Ratzenberger or something. At the time of filming that show, just imagine their photo, imagine their faces in your mind. At I, the I, time I of, see it. At the time of filming that show, those men were 33 <laughs> and 35 years old. I am not making that up. <laughs> they were in their early to mid 30s. And those guys looked like they had been 
through it. But if you think about it, he looked, he, they looked like they were on social security already. Genius casting, though, because you got one guy who's been working every day for his entire life at the post office. Yeah. You got another guy who has literally been sitting at the end of the bar Drinking since it himself opened. To death, basically. And they drink every night together. Yeah. So, yeah, they're going to look a little haggard. Yeah, that, that does make sense. That actually does track. Tracks a lot. It does. Um, so you had a busy week. Yeah. But you and I talked about this thing a week ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The float spa experience. Yeah. Because you had a day off. I had a day off last and you, week. And you've been hustling. You've been out here, like, sticking people with needles. Stabbing folks. Nonstop. Stabbing people. Just on your feet every day, working on your days off. Stabbing people. Stabbing people. And you said you had a day off. And I was like, bro, you got to get yourself this float. You got to go to this float spa. You got to go to this sensory deprivation point. This, I, I swear by this Yeah. recovery method. You told me about it. And you, did, you swear by it. And for anybody that doesn't know, you step into it. You, you, you get butt-ass naked. Yeah, you have options. but I You mean, got options. But, it, but is there an option? No. Yeah. When you have an opportunity to pull that, to get dick out naked, when are you not taking it? So anyway, you, you get dick out. And then uh, you step into this pod that has 10 inches of water and 1,000 pounds of salt in it, right? Right. And it's supposed to, like, it's almost like being in the Dead Sea where you're just, you're just floating. You're yeah. just able to float your pain away. It's, yeah. It's very, like I said, it's a very aggressive float. Very right? aggressive float. Because, like, I remember I just kind of sat in there. Well, hold on. Let, well, hold on a second. Hold yeah, on okay. Hold on, All right. Hold on. But, uh, you get you float and it's supposed like this. I don't know the science behind it, but it's supposed to help with the muscles. Supposed to help you relax, calm down, find your center, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. The salt in the air can help clear out your sinuses, whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Now you went, and how was it? It was cool. I I I would definitely go back. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I don't know how like how good it works for you know targeted pain because mm-hmm. I had, like has pain in my ankles and stuff because I'm back on my feet all the time. Yeah. So it still, it still like a little bit after that. Mm-hmm. I know it may helped it a little bit, but I think it was, I would have helped more. Yeah. Even still, I go back. It was I enjoyed it. It was. Dope. Uh, did you like? Did you fall asleep? No, I know. I know I was gonna fall asleep though. Yeah. Like my brain just doesn't work that way. Yeah. Like I know I was like you could you could, like unless you unless you're drugging me, <laughs> I'm not gonna fall asleep. Did anymore. you feel relaxed though? No, I was relaxing though. Yeah. It was very relaxing to play the music. I felt myself like tapping on the sides of the thing because mm-hmm. I was just like, just kind of like I, I felt like I was a, a screensaver that just like bounces around. <laughs> it felt like that. I was you just a DVD player yeah. screensaver. Yeah, I was like, it was. I, I was Microsoft Window. Yeah, you're just trying to wait until Doop. you hit that corner. Doop. Yeah, I was just doing that the entire time and yeah. just thinking. It was cool though. You go I, back. Yeah, I'll go back. I kind of have to do it more than once. Well, yeah, I would. The only thing I did wrong this time was that like I shaved my head oh, that same day. Yeah, dude. And then I went, and it wasn't that bad. Like it burned a little bit at first, mm-hmm. but it's but after a while it passed. Yeah, but yeah, I, if I would not do that again. Yeah, don't go with any like cuts. Yeah, don't shave beforehand, and don't touch your eyes. And be careful, with, like when you get in there, because like I said, it drag, like, it just dragged me. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, I'm not ready yet. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm just trying to get settled. It just started dragging me. Yeah, get mentally prepared. It was a very, it was aggressive float. Yeah. But it was cool. I'll do it again. Um, I can't wait to go back and do it again. They have, the, they have like an oxygen bar, which... Yeah. I mean... Did you do that? I did. How'd you feel doing that? I felt like I was breathing scented stuff. It was... I don't know. I, I, 
I get, I, I get. It's a, it's a spa. It's yeah. like spa-y things. Yeah. Like we have to have water and like mouthwash cups and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or peppermint tea. Peppermint and a mouthwash tea. Cup. Cucumber water. Yeah. Yes. Or these yeah, are all or these the are all oxygen. Like I, it's fine. Like I, I'm not there. I'm not there for that though. Yeah, you're there for the you're there for the float. I'm there for the float, which I I don't I had the, the top closed. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll do that again because like it got very humid in there. Yeah. Um. I wonder if that's like well, never mind. Um. So is that it? That's the whole week. Um. Everything. Okay. Cool. Yeah. How's your week? Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything. Uh. Did I do anything? I don't. I didn't do anything. Okay, it was cool. Rest in peace to Paul Mooney, one of the OGs. Um, most people probably know Paul Mooney. Well, I can't even say most people because it's been off the air for like ten years now. But people our age would probably know Paul Mooney as the reoccurring character Negro Domus on <laughs> the Chappelle Show. He also had a little skit. Ask a black dude. Yeah. But if you don't know, Paul Mooney, Paul Mooney was basically like Richard Pryor's, I don't want to say right-hand man because that kind of diminishes his contributions. But he was, in most cases, Richard Pryor's writing partner Yeah, for a lot of his stuff that he did on the Richard Pryor show, um, some of the movies. Um, And he was a very influential stand-up comedian. Yes. So we're going to play some of his, one of his bits right now. Obama, 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 Obama. And Obama is half African. He's half African. That's the problem. You have Kunta Kinti up in there. You don't have Toby. <laughs> what goes around comes around, and it's the best. It's the best. And everybody didn't forgot about everybody else in there. They talk about let him bring the troops home, let him do this, and the health this and that. That man ain't been in there Two days. And it took Bush 12 years to mess it up. Everybody didn't forget. They don't even remember Bush. They don't even know who Bush is. Bush wore everybody out. And everybody just, mm-hmm, Master Bush, Master Bush, just don't let the terrorists get me, Master Bush. Oh, Master Bush. Oh, Master Bush, do whatever you want to do. Oh, Master Bush. I saw that movie with Nixon, uh, whatever it was called. Uh, what was it called? Frosty Freeze, whatever it was called. We owe President Nixon an apology. All he did was get drunk and run his mouth. What Bush did, Bush did anything he wanted to do. Let's keep it real. He did whatever he wanted to do, and nobody said nothing. And if you said something about him, you got in trouble. It was Master Bush, okay? Talk more shit than Jesse Jackson. And when you can out-talk Jesse, you can talk. And trust me, Bush can out-talk him. I can't find Bin Laden. I can't find him. That's because you are Bin Laden. Weapons of mass destruction. I know they have them, I'm sure. Yeah, you and your daddy, because you got the receipt. <laughs> and what was that vice president's name? Cheney. Anytime you get a dick and a bush together, somebody gonna get screwed. <laughs> Two things. Trust me when I tell you this. The children they know and the wild animals know and both of them are trying to tell us they try to tell us every day just you just have to listen you just have to listen yes listen to a child back there yes 
but I mean that from my heart. Remember that. Two things. A six-year-old girl walked into her bedroom, her mother's bedroom with her seven-year-old friend. Mama was giving daddy head like Linda Lovelace. She looked at her friend and said, would you believe she beat my ass for sucking my thumb? Listen to the children. <laughs> A 12-year-old boy walked into his daddy's bedroom. Daddy was tan, mama up, had a spread eagle, tan up. The boy was shocked as his mother. Daddy looked at his son and just laughed. <laughs> and winked. Twelve weeks later, he walked into the little boy's bedroom. He had grandma's spread eagle, tan it up. <laughs> daddy was like you, shocked. Little boy looked at his daddy and said, ain't so funny when it's your mama, huh? I think if <laughs> you look at what Chappelle's been doing recently on his specials, you see a lot of what Paul Mooney would do. Because Paul Mooney would go commentary, 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 joke. Commentary, 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 commentary. And then like lace jokes in yeah. between the commentary. And I think Chappelle does a lot of that now. Yeah. So rest in peace, Paul Mooney. One of the OGs. Hey, so we were talking about the um, vote spot, right? Yeah. And you kind of wonder if that's like being inside the womb. As close as we can get to that. As close as you can get, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think... But I think outside of that, the only difference was that like it'd be like being in a float spa mm -hmm. and then like serving you food yeah. while you're floating. It's like, what's right. that, pineapple? It's yeah. delightful. Right. Let me ask you this. If, uh, what if you were in a float spa and someone came knocking at the door and they were like, hey, hey. Get out. <laughs> and you're like, I don't, I don't want to get out. They're like, no, 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 no. You have to get out. We're forcing you out. But I, I don't want to get out. No, 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 no. You don't understand. It's against the law for you not to come out. I realize like just now that this doesn't really track that well. This doesn't really play in that well. But basically what we're trying to talk about is the Texas abortion bill. <laughs> Texas decided in all of its genius that they were going to outdo themselves once again this year because Texas has been fucking up a lot. But they decided that they were going to sign a bill banning ad abortion as early as six weeks into pre pregnancy. It sometimes takes me longer than six weeks to cancel a fucking membership to a subscription service. Yeah. Because I'd just be forgetting shit. Not, yeah. What were your thoughts when you heard about what our esteemed Governor Greg Abbott has done now? Like watching um, conservative politicians move like with you see the bills that are passing in Atlanta and like Georgia and Florida with like the voter restriction. It's almost like watching like the Legion of like it's like the Legion of Doom mm. as just villains and they're just trying to one up each other. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh yeah, well look at me like gay people I I fuck with. Oh yeah, well I'm gonna make voting hard for people. Oh yeah, well I'm gonna 
like ban abortion. And it's just like they're just like trying to one up each other. It's like, well, I did this. Oh, like, yo, look, oh, we got, I, I offended Native Americans last week. And it's just really strange. Texas Governor Greg Abbott on Wednesday signed legislation banning abortions in the state as early as six weeks into pregnancy, a measure slammed by critics as one of the strictest and most extreme measures in the nation and hailed by anti-abortion supporters as a landmark achievement. The Texas bill, known as SB8, um, that's the evil cousin to BB8 from Star Wars. It's like the it's like the dark side version of BB8. Is it? Is yeah. it like a? Is like a? Is it like a cube? Yeah, it's basically just like two cubes stacked on one another, and he <laughs> twists around like a Rubik's cube. Oh, and he just has like, uh, he's got like a cross, and then he's got uh, like a he like wears like a red hat. It's weird. It's not. It doesn't seem nearly as cute. No, it's not, not cute BB-8. at all. No, no BB-8 is adorable. This it's one like, is a fucking monster. He has like jagged edges. Yeah, all over. Mm. And it's described as the heartbeat ban. Abortion measure prohibits the procedure the moment a fetal heartbeat has been detected. By banning abortion after the six-week mark, many women in Texas who are not even aware they are pregnant will not be allowed to get the procedure done in the state. The bill, which goes into effect September 1st, does not include exceptions for women impregnated as a result of rape or incest, but offers provisions for medical emergencies. Um, Okay. So right off the rip, I've heard that some people. I've heard, I've heard some people say that a heartbeat cannot be detected uh, at that six-week mark. All right. So what? I don't get it. You like don't, you don't get what? Like if you can't detect a heartbeat, up like pat like I don't know how to word this. So like. I guess I guess what I'm saying is that like doesn't it take longer for six weeks for there to be a heartbeat to be detected? I'm, I mean, every every everyone's different, so not know. necessarily. But I don't know shit about shit to be honest with you. It's just like like I said, it's just all this tells me is that like people are going to go to Oklahoma, New Mexico, or yeah, New Mexico and Louisiana and Arkansas and Mexico, Mexico. Well, in order to get these abortions that they might need. The thing is like. With abortion, I don't think anyone really just wants to have an abortion. Like no. that's not the thing. It's not like usually there are dire circumstances that lead to this abortion being on the table. Like no one just like yeah, I'm having an abortion today. Like no one just wants to do that. Yeah. I, so I just don't. It's weird that people just really can't mind their own goddamn business. Like this doesn't affect you at all either. That's another thing about it too. It's like a, a person having an abortion is like that's their decision to make. And I, I think that with what we know about you know, our attitudes about sex and having and sex or having children in unwanted circumstances. Like I I think it's just better to have it on the table than off the table. Even though like I don't think anyone wants to like have an abortion. Like I just don't know why the government wants to meddle so much in that arena. Abbott, who had publicly offered support of his bill, celebrated what he deemed a victory for Texans while surrounded by Republicans gathered to watch him sign the proposal in Austin. The heartbeat bill is now law in the Lone Star State. Our creator endowed us with the right to life, and yet millions of children lose that, their right to life every year because of abortion. Ooh. Do we want to get into this? He. Do we want to get into that? Do we want to... Mm. That, that, okay. Listen, 
we're not breaking any new ground here by saying, but what about the fucking kids that are starving? Or like, what about the kids that are sick? Or what about the kids that their parents can't take care of them? Or the parents are neglecting them? Or all these other kids that are actually already here, right? That, uh, you know, you are choosing to ignore, you're choosing to neglect, or you're choosing to overlook. Yeah. But I mean, that's like getting into the weeds, and I don't really feel like it's getting into that, man. It's a lot. Like, it's so much. You're saying like, oh, we can save them, but let's put it towards adoption because that's just smooth. Like foster, this foster system is just amazing here. Right. It's, yeah, it's. That always becomes like the best option for kids, right? It's just, I guess I'm sick of watching Rick, um, um, Greg Abbott try to pivot because I'm pretty sure that he's trying to pivot in something else. So he's just trying to be as awful as he possibly can be mm-hmm. to just speak to his base. What do you think his then, next move is? I mean, probably a presidential run or something. Yeah, like, right, dude. No fucking way. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think I think he's just trying to be as awful as he can be. Like, I don't know. What, like, the stuff that he's doing is like, why are you even doing this? Like, remember when he, like, repealed the, um, when he opened up, like, when he opened up Texas. Yeah. And fucking COVID blew up. It's yeah. like, why did you fucking do that? Like, we knew this was a bad idea. Or when he. Speaking uh, to your base. When he had that, um, I forget what it was, but it was like that legislation that. It would allow social workers to deny yeah. work to LGBTQ and disabled people. And is- <laughs> but there's also a provision that says this like you can't deny service to disabled people. Like right. there's a like there's that. So it was really just a way to say fuck LGBTQ exactly. people exactly under the guise of this entire umbrella. Yeah. So it's like you're offending like then you had the thing where you were trying to like limit the mailboxes. So you've like let's see, like you've you've offended LGBT people. Mm-hmm. You've you've tried your hand at voter restriction. Mm-hmm. Like he's just being the worst and the worst. And it, and and all of his stories get national headlines. Let me tell people out there, right? Okay, if you're listening to this right now and you live in Texas, even if you don't live in Texas, um it's, it's like it's fun to say like I can't wait to vote out Greg Abbott. Like it's fun to say that because like, it's true. Like it's gonna be really great to vote against that guy. Um, is that this year, by the way? Twenty twenty two. So we gotta wait in a whole nother year. Yeah. Um. What I will say is that like while it is fun to uh, shit on Greg Abbott on the internet, it's probably way more fun to give him a call. Tell them how you really feel. So if you're listening to this right now and you really want to let Greg Abbott know your thoughts on SB8, the evil cousin to BB8, you can give him a call. His number, 512-463-2000. That's 512-463-2000. And believe me when I tell you that telling Greg Abbott to eat your cock is so much more satisfying than voting him out. That or like a putting a broomstick in his spokes. <laughs> you can't just not do it, can you? Why, of course not. <laughs> of course not. I'm not. I'm like. I wish I was better, but I'm not. No, listen. I'm going to hell with you. I'm not. Like, I, I have my ticket. Yeah. I have my ticket. I got my hand basket. I know where I'm going. I'm just riding the clock at this point. Let's talk about Kwame Brown. <laughs> Kwame Brown has been the butt of the joke in the NBA for the past 20 years, yeah. roughly. Yeah. Uh, he was the number one overall pick, drafted by Michael Jordan, was going to go play for the Charlotte uh, Bobcats, got to the Charlotte Bobcats. They all quite quickly realized this is not going to work out. 
<laughs> and Jordan and um, Doug Collins, the coach at the time, proceeded to basically just shit on Kwame Brown as a player. Yeah. Um, Kwame got drafted out of high school, which I did not remember. Yeah, he did. He got drafted out of high school. I remember that. And he moved around a lot. Most infants, infamously, he played with Kobe Bryant. Kobe also kind of had his issues with Kwame, apparently, um, you know, in terms of like working hard, staying motivated, hustling, all that kind of stuff. But, yeah. Um, Kwame Brown is done taking your shit. He is done. Kwame Brown was the topic of conversation on the uh, Stephen Jackson, Matt Barnes podcast, All the Smoke, with guest Gilbert Arenas. And after that show, Kwame Brown took exception to some of the things that were said by Stephen Jackson and Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, what do you call it? He, he, as he referred to um, Matt Barnes as Becky with the good hair. Yeah. It was a weird... Really took some... Really took some personal shots at Barnes. It was weird. Though. I was like, is this, cause, is this a reference to his curl? Like, I don't... It's a reference it. to his curl. He talked about the whole situation with Derek Fisher and Matt Barnes' wife. Yeah. Like, that took... That that was kind of a low shot. Yeah. But Kwame Brown is out here talking his spice on the internet and very... If anybody have yet to publicly respond to him. So, I mean, what do you think, man? It's weird because when you heard the conversation that Gilbert was having with um, uh, Matt Barnes and uh, Stephen Jackson, it wasn't really that inflammatory towards Kwame Brown. Like, they weren't really saying that much bad things about him, even though, in, in, in his, in his um, defense, a lot of times that Kwame Brown's mentioned in, so, in, in sports media, it's not great. Right. But this wasn't one of those times that it was that bad, honestly. I mean, I, he also called out Stephen A. Okay, yeah, we got to talk about Stephen A's shit because Stephen A very famously kind of cut his teeth. I mean, this was the clip that kind of made Stephen A Stephen A. Yes. He called Kwame Brown a bum. Yeah. In so many words. Right. On ESPN. Yeah. In front of millions of people. Yeah, so I mean, for him to have to, to take um offense to uh Stephen A, that that tracks. I'm like, yeah, Stephen A was talking mad spicy about you. So. That's definitely warranted. Yeah, it's definitely warranted. So, I mean, but like, I think he's just, I think he just, he was just fed up. And I think he just heard his name. And he's just like, you know what? I got time today. Yep. And I, even though, like, I don't think Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson really came at him that hard. He was just like, he's tired of hearing his name in anyone's mouth at this point, I think. Yeah. So, he just went off. What are you are you on team Kwame or are you on team not Kwame? I mean, I don't know. Like Kwame Brown's being really weird about that. Like he went, he's like kind of going after everybody now. Like he talked about Jamel Hill. Mm -hmm. Jamel Hill said nothing about him. Like it's he's just very angry. In fact, he's just kind of like just spewing, right? Like just anger everywhere. So I don't know, man. I I hope he's I hope he works his shit out, but. We should, we need to be careful because he might have time for. He has a lot. He has a lot of time on his hands. Apparently, he has a lot of time on his hands. He doesn't seem like he's really uh, like he doesn't really seem like he has a filter. But I do, I do agree with you. I do think that this guy has some pent up anger and some pent up resentment that he hasn't really worked through. And it sounds like he's. It almost it sounds like he's hurt. To be honest with you, yeah, man. Like he sounds like he's been hurt by the, all this shit. Yeah, which I think is that's fair. I mean, he was the number one draft. He got to the NBA. He, you know what I'm saying? Like. That alone puts him in a very high percentile of people 
Yeah. And did I mean and did he play as well as everyone wanted him to play? Probably not, but at the same time that like you just can't I I think a lot of the tax on him they're they're they can they can be a bit much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um do you know about the Jackson State killings? Actually no. I don't. So in at Jackson State College in Jackson, Mississippi, um, in nineteen seventy, police killed students on campus. And I think a couple, like I might say like two or three weeks after this, the Kent State shootings happened. Oh wow. So it was kind of like this this was kind of overshadowed in a bit. I mean, not that it would have gotten a bunch of attention anyway, because it was nineteen seventy. Mm-hmm. And the police killed a bunch of black students. So that's not the kind of thing that would have made headlines back in the day like that. But um, given that the Kent State shootings happened um, shortly thereafter, it kind of, kind of, you know, went under the, the radar, right? Well, this past week, um, the mayor of Mississippi's capital city, Jacksonville, and the state senator both apologized for the shootings 51 years ago after they occurred. So there you go. Racism. <laughs> Solved. Um, the Jackson State killings, like I said, occurred on 1970, um, where city and state police confronted a group of students that apparently, allegedly, were causing a bit of a commotion on campus. They were throwing rocks, starting a fire, blah, blah, blah. You know, just being... What, like whether or not that actually happened, like we don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. But um, what ended up happening was um, the police opened fire on the students shortly after midnight. They killed two students, injured 12. And um, yeah. So they respond to a commotion. Mm-hmm. On, yeah, Lynch, on Lynch Street, by the way. That's that's the That's one of the really weird things about this is that this all happened on Lynch Street. But they fixed the commotion with gunfire. They fixed the commotion with gunfire. And then they apologized for it 51 years later. So there you go, man. There you go. It was about 100 kids, um, 100 black students that were there. Um, I don't, I couldn't really figure out why they were there. Did they say whoopsies? (laughs) They said, my bad. Yeah. Shoulder shrug. My bad. Um, but yeah, like, what are you going to do? This is a, this is kind of, I don't mean, I don't know what they thought this was going to be like, what an apology is going to do this this long after. I guess it's a nice gesture. No heart feelings. But I mean, really like, what do you like? What is like, what are we supposed to do with this right now? You know, I just found it very interesting that this was a campus shooting of police on students. And I'm hearing about this for the very first time almost half a century later. <laughs> like, doesn't that seem very strange to you? Like, I hear about Kent State almost every time there's a school shooting. Almost every time there's a school shooting, someone draws the parallels to Kent State University. Every, almost every time that there's a protest, an anti-war protest, there's a, a, a comparison to Kent State University. And yet, I don't know anything about this. Yeah. I don't know shit about it. <laughs> And I'm black. 
<laughs> I feel, do you feel, let me ask you this. Do you ever feel a sense of, um, guilt isn't the right word, but a sense of like, oh shit, like maybe I need to do my history. When you hear about something like this, you know, that is of our history, so to speak? No. I feel like I, I don't ever feel guilty. I, just, I feel like we, I feel like we do have to do digger, dig deeper to find things, but I don't ever feel guilty because I feel like if, if society by and large wanted me to know about this, I would know about it. Yeah, I, yeah, I do. But also, like, we live in the information age now. Yeah. Like, and this is getting, it's getting easier. But it I'm is getting easier. Like, but it's also is getting harder because, I don't even know where to look for this, some of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess I could scour Wikipedia, but again, I don't, I don't know what I'm looking for. So I'm saying you can't feel, you can't feel guilty about it because, like I said, if you wanted to know, if, like, if society, by and large, wanted you to know about it, you would know about it. Yeah. That's kind of like why I don't feel guilty about it. I'm just like, oh, man, it's another fucking thing I didn't know. Like, that's kind of like I'm not, there's no guilt with it I'm just like oh this is another fucking thing I didn't know like when I found out about like the Tulsa thing like the Tulsa rise it's like oh this is another fucked up thing I didn't know mm-hmm. you know like but I'm saying like that's like they they, they bombed a city mm-hmm. with planes yeah like if they wanted me to know about that I wouldn't know about it the uh, the move incident that was that was recently talked about that was a trending topic not too long ago because I think that was like 25 no, it had to been longer than that. Maybe like thirty years ago in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Do you know about that? No. So the the police bombed a house in Philadelphia. Yeah. Essentially, because they were there was like the the, the move people. There's a there's a great documentary about it. Um, it's called uh, Let the Fire Burn. If you could find that, um, we it should tells have, you the whole we story. start we start a segment just called another fucking thing you didn't know. <laughs> Like here's another fucking thing you didn't know. There's some more shit you didn't know. I mean, I, I don't, I don't feel, I can't feel guilty about because there's too much. Like, I'm not, and I'm like, if I unless I would feel guilty if I was an African American studies scholar, I would feel guilty. But like, I just like, I do pharmacy. Like we don't, we didn't, we don't read about all these things, and I, I feel like I should know more about it. But like I said, if society by and large, yeah, wanted me to know about it, I would know about it. The issue is, is like, why isn't this? Made available by society, by and large. That's the big. That's the question. Dude, you want to know something crazy? What? So the Jackson State killings were on May fifteenth, nineteen seventy. The move bombing was May thirteenth, nineteen eighty five. So there's something about the month of May. I feel like maybe it's the heat. I feel like Otis Redding wrote a song about the month of May. Did he? Maybe. I feel like somebody might have wrote a song about the month of May. But um, okay, fire, dude. That's not. That's, mean, not that's not. That's not. That's not. That's not the same. Yeah, that was not the same. It's not the same. I'm it's saying not, it's, it's, not it's literally called the month of May. That's not what I'm talking about, though. I didn't think it was. I'm not talking about white people. Cool. I'm talking about black people. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, the move incident was in Philly, 1985, May 13th. Um, Philadelphia Police Department bombed a residential home occupied by a militant black. Uh, I guess we can call them a cult. They're kind of a culty. Um, the Philadelphia Fire Department and the police let the fucking fire burn before they decided to put it out. Oh, wow. Five children, six, kill- six adults were killed. 61 homes were burned to the ground. 
because they just let the fucking fire burn. So the fire department was like, they're like, they were just chilling they the ho- with the hose. Just they were watching. just chilling, like doing the exact opposite. They were chi- they were not what they're supposed to do. They were not fighting the fire. Like when you when you call the fire department, you're not supposed to monitor the fire and make sure that it's like you're supposed to extinguish the fire. I think you're confused with your title. The name is firefighter, not fire engager, like not <laughs> enabler, right? <laughs> fire referee, <laughs> fire manager, fire manager. We're managing the fire. But yeah, check out that documentary. I will. Um, if you, had to, I mean, if you really just want to like ruin your mood, yeah, I want to be sad. Fuck it. Want to be sad? This is be sad. Um, you really want to be sad. This is kind of a sad story. Um, I mean, on the surface, it sounds kind of funny, but when you realize somebody lost their life, you're just like, oh yeah, no, that's yeah. Like somebody lost their life. Somebody watched somebody lose their life. Somebody lost a best friend, and then somebody lost a husband. Yeah. Like, sad all the way around. Yeah, three hundred and sixty degrees of sad. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's all the way sad though. I mean, if you can find, if you can find something redeemable about this, I will give you a cookie. All right. Dateline: Brazilian singer MC Kevin jumped from balcony and fell to his death after he feared his wife would catch him in a threesome. Woo! That is a headline and a half. Twenty-three-year-old Brazilian singer MC Kevin fell to his death at a Rio de Janeiro hotel weeks after getting married. A model has come forward to reveal Kevin was involved in a threesome and jumped off the balcony after fearing his wife was going to catch him cheating. Um, According to a report from a Brazilian newspaper, Extra Globo, the 23-year-old singer was in the middle of a threesome with model Bianca Dominguez and his close friend Victor Fontanelle. Because it ain't no fun. Listen, man, a devil's threesome is bad news. Like, that's a bad idea all the way around. I mean, I guess I ain't no fun if I'm a hand, I just, I just don't ever think. I, I could never do it. I, me neither. I could never I'm do just, it. I just want to throw that. I, when, am I ever, when do I get to use that saying that often? So, Whenever you want to. I could, it's yeah. really never fun at the home you can have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dominguez spoke to the police and told them, when a friend knocked on the, door, on the hotel door while they were having sex, Kevin got paranoid at his wife, who was staying at the same hotel, bro, uh, had caught him cheating. The rapper then tried to jump to the balcony of the room below, but instead fell five floors and hit the ground. Man. Okay. Where do you want to start with this? I just feel like he played that wrong. Like, it's like... Oh, he played that wrong? A bit. Oh, where did he go wrong? Do you think? Where, where, did, where was the starting point? Was it cheating in the same hotel that his wife was staying there at? There you go. That's, that, that, that's, it, good, that's a good point. That was a good point, right? That's a good point. Yeah, was it inviting point. his homie to link up with this girl? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Because when you start involving more people involved, that's yeah. when you start to run the risk of well, yeah. the secret getting out, right? You do. Well, that and it's like, you could just say like, she wasn't with me. She was there together. Mm-hmm. I was happy to come down here. Like you, like, like if she knocks on the door, mm-hmm. you can open the door, be as shocked as she is. It's like I'm surprised as you. But if you if you're naked and you still have a boner, then like, how do you? You better we better garb up quick. Like, what are you doing? Garb up, like, okay. You got to put your clothes on quick. How fast do you think you could do that and make it believable? The room smells like sex, right? They're naked. You're somehow still clothed. So like what were you, you were just sitting there watching? Like what is this? Like what like you can't explain your now, way. Out here's of that. the thing. Like all this sounds like a bad idea, but it's better than falling to your death out of a window. You're absolutely right. I'm just saying. You're absolutely right. Like that like that I'm just saying like I'm not saying this idea is good. 
I'm saying it beats something out the window. You it see does. what I'm saying? No, yeah, you're absolutely That's right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, okay. Do you want to do a little, uh, what would you do instead? Oh, I could be like, like do the OJ. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've never cheated. If, but if you I did it. Did, if you did it. But if I did. How are you playing this? All right. First off, if that's my planned escape route, mm-hmm. I would get like a grappling hook or something. You can't just jump out the window. Wait. Or a rope. Where are you getting a grappling hook from? I feel, I feel, I, I feel like I feel like, <laughs> Are you playing? Okay. So you're planning to cheat and you got your utility belt with If you already, if, yeah, like if, once you. Butt naked with a utility belt. If you're if you're gonna be as bold as to have to cheat on your wife in the same hotel, mm-hmm. a grappling hook should not be outside of your realm of possibilities. You're right. You're saying? right because you're doing you're, you're making bold moves already anyway. Do you have a grappling hook? I don't have one. Okay, I don't cheat. So you, like, I don't cheat to people. I don't cheat with people that are like floors above me. True. So that's True not indeed. in True. my yeah. You, when you cheat, it's cross town. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different zip code. Different zip code. No, but okay. So you're in the room. We'll say you have your grappling hook. Yeah, and she, there's a knock on the door. You don't know that it's your wife. You don't know for certain. You just have a thought that maybe it is. Now, what are you doing? Yeah, but you, you get you get in a repel stance. Okay, outside the window. So you're going downstairs. I'm like no, naked. I'm, I'm, I'm at the balcony, right? You're at the balcony, naked. Yeah. Okay. And I'm now, just, how do you explain yourself into the room underneath you? Large naked black man just repelled down to the. <laughs> I'm guessing they no. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that I'm guessing that they were. I'm guessing that the. Like I don't know if the balcony below him was his room or not. We don't know that. I assume if the, I would assume it was. Like you're gonna go to a random person's room. I see even a worse plan. Like that's I, from what I understand. They found this girl. They talked her into, or I think they paid her to oh, she's do a this model. Yeah, gotcha. she's a model slash escort yeah, slash. I got it. Got it. Uh, got in, it. Influencer slash. Got it. Fitness model slash. Got it. Uh, tattoo artist slash. Uh, birthday cake designer slash Herbalife's Herbalife uh, specialist slash uh, actress. So Fashion Nova, Fashion Nova ambassador. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't know if they if he had the room underneath him, but let's just say for shits and giggles, he didn't. He didn't. Oh, that's a that's a horrible plan. Yeah, it's um, a bad plan. Well, I I would say don't don't go fully naked. Okay, so you're putting on putting on shorts. Yeah, like okay. you don't go fully naked. Like I think, okay, because they said that he landed by the pool. Here's here's what I think you should do. I think if you're rappelling out the window, you just keep going. You go all down, down all the way down to the pool. You get in the pool. You're still naked. And then when people are like, hey, man, you got to get out of the pool, you just start acting drunk. So you just be like, oh, I was just skinny dipping in the pool. And that's your way out. That is a good one. They give you a towel or a robe. You get yourself together they give you another room card you walk yourself up back to the room that you're supposed to be in yeah and then now you're home free yeah or just like yeah that's that's like i'm saying i was i wouldn't have gone full naked like i wouldn't if, have gone full naked yeah i wouldn't go full naked like i would have had like you just be able to pull your pants up yeah them. yeah you got to be very careful when you're in those devil's threesomes yeah and that's like in the same 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 hotel man same hotel dude like yeah. that's brazen I feel like you should be just really prepared to get caught as opposed to like, you know, just because if it was me and I, even if I was in a scenario where I was going to get caught, like I'm not jumping out the window. I'm just going to get caught because I, I don't want to die. Yeah. I mean, like worst case scenario, you've only been married for a couple of weeks. You get the marriage annulled. 
you know, and now you're just back on the streets because that's apparently what you want to do anyway. Like you want to be back in the streets. Yeah, because you even like you 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 even shared someone to be out here. You in the streets. shared someone to be out here in the streets. Sharing in the streets. Yeah, it's, I've it's, heard of sharing on Sesame Street, but not in the streets. Yeah, that's a different level. Yeah. Well, this sucks. This guy lost his life. His friend lost a friend. The girl saw somebody fucking fall to their death, which has got to be terrifying. I think the wife actually like fought her a bit, too, they said in the story. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just some fisticuffs. So that was the wife at the door? Yeah, it was the wife at the door. Damn. See? She got to plan better, man. You got to plan better. Do you have an education for the week? I do. Mind your fucking business. Just okay. Mind your own goddamn business. All right. That's what the problem is with these with these bills that are, that that you see coming up is like just mind your fucking business. Where's this coming from? Where's it's this from energy that, from? It's from that from that abortion bill. It's okay. like you're worried about people that had nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Their lives don't interfere with yours. You want to just disenfranchise as many people because this thing that you don't know that's happening makes you feel weird. Right. Just mind your fucking business. What is it with this? What is it with um, Americans not being able to do that? Just staying here. Just don't leave people the fuck alone. I don't know, man. Like, I don't want no smoke. I don't want to make waves. I want nothing to do with anybody. Just leave leave people the fuck alone. Just leave me alone. I will leave you alone. If I need to interact with you, I'll try to make it as pleasant as possible. Yeah. Outside of that, just don't need it. Oh. Don't need the human interaction, to be honest with you. Yeah, y'all would solve so many of your problems if you just mind your fucking business. If so you're depressed many. about what you see on social media, mind your fucking business. Mind your business. You know, just... Look, I, that's always going to be an education. I think that that should just be a mantra for most people. I think some people need it etched on their forehead. Yeah, mind your goddamn business. Because when they walk out of the door from their homes, they now feel compelled to mind everybody else's business yeah. other than their own. Yeah. And that just leads to problems. That's how you end up the main star on Twitter. Yep. Did you see that one girl? Um, she was trending the other day. She, was, she went on a date with somebody and roasted the guy because he was wearing an Aeropostel shirt. <laughs> you see that? Nah. We should have a talk about that one day. Like We should talk about what, what are some stupid red... Like What are some stupid things you... I've heard somebody get dismissed over. Oh, I've heard people. I've heard. I've heard women like um, call say that men are homosexual because they have like birthday dinners. This was a thing a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. When like the homies would go out and have birthday dinners. And they're like, they're like, nah. But they're like, that's that's like homosexual behavior. I, think, I feel like the only thing that you really call homosexual behavior is like when men are doing things to other men in sexual nature. Like, it, I, I don't know if you yeah. really call anything else. The homosexual, like it's point. gay to eat with your buddies now. Yeah, like you, yeah, that's that doesn't meet that doesn't make him gay. Like gay sex makes you gay. Like, yeah, it's not dinners don't make you gay. Pretty sure being attracted to the same gender yeah, makes, that's what you makes you gay. Homosexual. Yeah, yeah I'm, I may not be an expert in this whole thing, but no. gay stuff makes you gay. Yeah, like it's. But me and the homies <laughs> heading out to Benihana. It's not gay for a nice night out. There's no semen exchange, and you going to Benihana. There shouldn't be. Well, yeah, I was gonna say there shouldn't be, there shouldn't but be. I mean that might be part of their show now. It's been a while since I've been there. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I hope. Yeah. Imagine a guy just splooshing right on the fucking. I have to leave. Hot top. I have to leave. <laughs> and throwing it in with the rice. I gotta go. And Damn. then he like flicks up in the air, trying to make you catch it in his nope. mouth. Like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Just gonna do a little 
little weave. You just you just taking there like with your tongue out. You're just like, ah. Got to move your head on the line. Like, nope. Slow motion. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's the gayest thing I think I've ever said on this show. <laughs> someone flipping, a, someone a, flipping a, fried a, semen into a, the a, air a and someone else catching it in their mouth. <laughs> that is really gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's really gross, dude. What do you think fried semen tastes like? I don't All right, know. So, uh, <laughs> I think it's, it should never get that bad. They should be nah, for you. It should never get that bad. You should never be that hard pressed for protein. <laughs> We gotta fry up some semen. <laughs> Deep fried semen? No. Semen tempura? No. Come on, man. No. Might be all right. Nah, come on. No, nah, you leave that shit where it's at. You can leave that right there, sir. Listen, that's nah. gonna listen, that's gonna pop up in LA the next like couple years. Dad, I'll tell you where I won't be. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there a girl? This might have been made up. This might have been on a TV show. <laughs> no, but wasn't there a girl that was using semen as like a skincare like I moisturizer I I, I I think she was showing but i do remember that but she was like buying it from dudes right oh my god did i make that up or is that a real i thing? don't think you made that up but it's just one of the things where it's like y'all be having these life hacks like there's lotion's been here forever lotion's been there like you don't have to just like use semen you can just go get you some cetaphil or how about this though what if that what all right let's go back to eating cum so what if you what if you do like what if you do have fried semen fried cum, and like you love it, like what if it's just like absolutely delicious? I can't. Love now it. what do you do? No, I can't love it. You you but what I if can't. you do? But what if you do? No, I can't. That's the thing. Like no, I just can't. Like yeah, uh, no, I can't. Right. It's, it's it's just like. Hey man, listen. I haven't tried it. It's the brain block. I haven't tried it. Nah. But if it comes to me with if it comes a. To you, Listen, if it comes to me with a strong recommendation from someone whose opinion I trust, <laughs> I might have to give a shot. It might be Dave that does it. <laughs> Master of influence, Dave. All right. Um, yeah, that's a pretty decent show, I guess. Follow us on the Instagram. Follow, ask to your take if you want to check out the other links that we have in store playlist oh by the way we're gonna be uh modifying the playlist the take list so if you guys want to save any of the songs that we have on a take list go do that now because we're going to be changing that up yeah. in the next couple of weeks so subscribe to the state your take list with ed and aaron on spotify go through it like the songs that you like because in a couple weeks they're not going to be there anymore all right yeah anything else you want to say to the people love most of you what we love most of you talk into the microphone we love most of you we don't care for the rest of you Gator Productions.